Hello, hi, greetings, good evening, morning, whatever time it is that you're listening. I am The Last Letter and uh, this is my podcast that I decided to start randomly. I'm not yet sure on the name, but I do know that I want us to get into some deep topics, uh, discussing with uh, artists, everyday people about anything, but mostly about the real complexities of the mind and of life well it's not going to be too too deep but at the same time it's not just going to be about music and what's happening and trending on twitter so i think i'm going to call it the pink room i am not yet sure maybe me and my guests will come up with a name but for all intensive purposes welcome to the pink room podcast with the last letter and you can call me z and today i am with Ray Kaz, and he just dropped his EP, Anxious Confidence, and we are going to chat a little bit about that, and you guys are just going to get to know a bit about him and a bit about his music. Hi, Ray. Yo, 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 yo. How's he? What's good? How are you? I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I'm good. How you doing? I am good as well. So, Anxious Confidence, very interesting name to opposing uh, concepts. Could you tell us a little bit about the choice of name and as well as about what the EP as a whole is about? So, yeah, um, initially this was actually only supposed to be a a six-track EP. But um, whilst constructing the EP, the concept just started coming to me. I started noticing similarities within songs. Because, you know, growing up, I suffered from social anxiety. And I started Mm -hmm. noticing that seep through a lot of the tracks. Um, Quite organically, I didn't plan it. So the more tracks I wrote, I started noticing that I'm talking a lot about my struggles and my anxiety. But I'm doing it through very, you know, it's submerged in lyricism and poetry, which is an avenue I'm very comfortable with. I'm very confident in. So I was like, hmm, this is kind of weird. Like, it's a very obvious juxtaposition. It's mm-hmm. like anxious confidence, and that's where the name came from, and I just stuck with it. Interestingly enough, one of my questions was actually going to be, do you suffer from anxiety? Um, so do you still suffer from anxiety, or um, are you just reflecting more on your state of being growing up? Oh, no, no, no. I still I still suffer from anxiety. Nah, nah, big time. But um, I would say it's better now than it was in times of past, I'm learning how to diminish it slightly, if not use it to my advantage. But I definitely still suffer, mainly social anxiety. Mm-hmm. So how do you cope with it? Uh, and what sort of social situations, should I say, would make you anxious? Um, <laughs> people, just in general, any large gatherings, any time I have to meet new people I haven't met before, anytime I have to speak in front of people. Um, yeah, just any sort of social gathering where I'm meeting people I don't know, or if it's people I do know, but the numbers are too large, I tend to just, yeah, internally, I just go crazy. Yeah, no, I, I, I fully relate. And 
you would think for artists, it's like, yeah, you're an artist. So of course, like you want attention, you want, you want like to, to socialize with people and talk to everyone, but it's like, uh, no, not, not really. I was actually writing a poem about it, uh, today. Um, and in the poem, I literally said, what did I write? Um, I'm going to read it to you, actually. So since there is no really a structure for this podcast, I guess prose is allowed. So I basically said, you want to know why I hardly go out? Well, when I go to a party, I feel like I'm wasting my day, even though I would have probably been at home in bed just wasting away. I feel like people are watching me for no reason. Strangers, I don't know you. You don't know me. Why would you be out here just eyeing? I waste my, wow, okay, let me, let me rephrase that. Why would you be out here just eyeing? I waste my days in different ways. Sometimes I do that by crying, and then I cry thinking about how much time I wasted crying. Mm-hmm. I don't get up because I think, oh, man, the day's wasted already, so what's the point? And now I'm in a cycle. And that's, I didn't really finish it. I was just like writing, but, but just because I was watching people's snaps and everybody's partying. I'm like, damn, you guys really can deal with people. Hey, <laughs> like <laughs> a number of people. That's, that must be a fun thing <laughs> to enjoy. Nah, it could never be me. First of all, that poem is crazy. Like, thank you. You're an artist. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not just a music, like you're just an artist. You think in art form, but um, yeah, like. It's crazy because I could have written that. That's literally my experiences. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard um, Here by, I think her name's Alessia Cara. Yes. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yes. Oh, like, wow. Whoa, the what first a throwback. Time. Yeah. I think it's like five years old now. Yeah. Yeah. The first time that song came out, I was like, yo, this is me. Like, this is exactly me. I just... I felt like I was, that's the feeling I got from hearing that is the exact same feeling I have now after hearing that poem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anxiety, man, it did be like that, but if yeah. for me it wasn't like that. Although, yeah, you can try various ways to alleviate it, but uh, sometimes it's, it's just there. And as I said, for no reason, like you end up just thinking people are even like looking at you. So sometimes people... When you think about it, when you go out, you're hardly actually looking at people. And even if you do look at someone, you might look, oh, okay, that's a cool shirt. And then you move on with life. Exactly. But for me, it's like, I feel like if I'm wearing a shirt that's kind of out there, it's going to be on someone's mind for the whole night. Like, they're just going to be sitting there like, why would she wear this shirt? Like, she's still wearing it. Is she going to go home? Is she going to change? Why is she here? And it's really never that deep. <laughs> exactly. But it is, it All is really eyes on you. Yeah, it really is that deep when you have anxiety. So I've actually listened to the album and a couple songs um, a couple times. Um, How awesome. And I really, really enjoyed it. Like, this is actually the main reason that I said, no, you you have to be on this podcast. We have <laughs> to. We have to get into this. We have to talk about this. Um, because it's so... you. Usually I remember albums by how they made me feel, how personal it was, like how relatable actually, not really how it made me feel. Cause there's a lot of um, albums out there that can make you feel good trap albums that can mm-hmm. just get you hyped. And mm-hmm. you remember those, but then you don't really remember them. Like, yo, this, this really, this really spoke to me or 
inspired me. And um, recently I've been trying to get on this journey of writing more music that is um, personal to me. That talks about not only good things and celebrations, but also my vulnerabilities, my own personal struggles. Mm. And um, yeah, just get more in tune with my emotion. But it's quite it's kind of been hard because I feel like I've, I've sort of been boxed in already. But it's I can't really say boxed in already because I only have three songs out. But those songs sort of had a different sort of message from where I was going to. I mean, I was 18 19 when I wrote well actually the first song I ever dropped I wrote it when I was 16 and only released it when I was 18 so it, it, it's just like I'm trying to channel more things that I'm like okay this is something that I'll look back on 10 years down the line and still be like yeah this this is this is me. So I, I really went in. I went all rap genius on your album. Please put the lyrics on Apple Music for the people. We want to take screenshots. <laughs> we want to take screenshots and post it on our status. And, you know, you know the vibes. Yes, So I was literally part of... As soon as I yeah, figure out Oh, I'm sure with your distributor that I think that's usually how it's done. I know with distro they do but uh you'll just figure that oh, out anyways yeah, yeah fingers crossed you'll figure that out <laughs> we'll do. um so that's part of the reason why i took so long to listen to each song because i was like wait wait what backtrack back and it's not even like you had like a punchline that 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 took like three lines to 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 be punched I don't, I don't even know if that makes sense. It was just like line after line, line after line. So I'm like, yo, 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 wait, what? Am I going to, like, I want to quote something quotable, but at the same time, everything's quotable. So am I just going to type out the lyrics for him? Should I just ask him for all the lyrics? I, I had no idea what to do. So um, I picked out my favorite songs. Um, really, everything is really great. But the ones that I was like, okay, I'm going to, I want to touch on these and talk a bit more about these was uh desire Nab nabila yes ma'am nabila am i saying it right yeah 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 nabila okay um blexcellence not <laughs> real and uh a little bit on spider-man and the one with sun um deuce deuce yes deuce. yes ma'am. i wrote that last okay so in desire okay Firstly, with Desire, I just liked the feel of it. It, it, it I was just like, okay, okay, oh, we're, we're about to hear an album. Like, I, don't, I can't <laughs> even say this is, a, it felt like an album. You you call it an EP, but, you know, uh, I would I would pass it off as an album. It's an album. Tell people. It's an album. It's an album. Yeah. It's an album. It's an album. Oh, okay, it's not an EP. Okay, cool. It's, an it's album. not, okay. My bad. <laughs> it's an album. Yeah. So, yes, worthy of the title of an album. It's amazing. <laughs> it's really amazing. Thank um, you. So, yeah, I also wanted to say, you know, if there's anything you want me on, even if it's 90,000 songs, I will sing 90,000 times on a song <laughs> with you. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, because this, this, was, this was really, really great. Thank um, you. Okay. We got so much work to get. Like, the people don't know. We got so much work. Yeah, no, we really, we really, really do. I just have to also wake up and also share some stuff that I've written. So now, okay, let's let, let's get into the lyrics that I particularly liked. Sure. I think this is from Not Real? No, no, no. It's it's from Nabila. When you said, "My relationship with Jesus doesn't count. 
Because I believe on all accounts that as people, that us as people better serve by dedicating ourselves to truth and not cathedrals or some rules that only apply to generations that precede us, but couldn't be reflections of the times that we are living in because they are dated. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That was a, that was a handful. (laughs) I had to rewind a lot to get all this done, but, um, this, I really like it. It's, it's very relatable. Um, especially in so so essentially what you're saying is that okay you do not believe in jesus but i i've heard throughout the album that you do refer to god so could you explain a bit about this belief system that you follow uh yeah sure i do believe in jesus i am uh oh (laughs) yeah i'm uh i am a um i don't know how to put it a very i always tell my friends i'd be like the worst christian in the world because I believe mm. in Jesus and I believe in God, but I just question everything. Uh-huh. No, I see. Yeah. So is it a matter of that you would pray to Jesus as well or yes. you would just... Okay, okay, okay. Yes. Okay, so basically it's like a battle. It's kind of like... Mm-hmm. There's just so much I don't understand. Um, yeah. Especially with the, in 2020, I have so many... I don't understand a lot of the things that goes on, a lot of the suffering that goes on. Um, I'm from Zimbabwe, so like a lot of the things that go on in my country, I'm just like, yo, like if you're really out there, how is so much of this stuff happening? But I believe that you can question, you can, you can, you can doubt even, I think it's human nature to doubt his existence and stuff like that. You can question, you can be angry and you can still believe in him and you can still devote your life to him. You know what I mean? It's kind of like your Mm -hmm. parents. You're not always going to agree with your parents, but that doesn't mean that they're not your parents anymore, that you you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. with those lines, I was just kind of saying, whenever I have conversations with certain people, and with certain people, I mean super devout religious Christians who believe that if you question anything, like you're just, you know, like a a pagan and you, you're going to burn mm-hmm. forever. I'm just like, that's where it comes in by like, you're, you're judging me because I don't follow religion. I live a spiritual life. I, I'm not religious at all, but I'm very spiritual. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I don't think going to church defines who I am, but I do think praying defines who I am. Mm-hmm. So when I have these conversations with super religious people, they always say, oh, that's not Christ's way or you're not really religious. And I'm like, so my relationship with Jesus doesn't count simply because I believe that people have more value to serving truth to people and not to going to church. You know, a cathedral doesn't define who I am spiritually. Mm-hmm. What I say, what I believe and how I treat people defines who I am spiritually. And these rules in this, in this book that we all follow so religiously, which we don't really follow, we pick and choose what we want to follow based on the lives that we live, is, is just crazy to me because it's like, you know, the Bible says don't get tattoos in some sections. It says don't mm-hmm. get tattoos. There's a lot of sexism in it. Um, it justifies slavery. It says Girls that the black people... wear pants. Exactly. Which is... I also touch on that in Nabila like later on. Um, and it's just like... Listen, these rules are outdated. And in the same way that the Old Testament was outdated and Jesus came down, gave us some new rules to live by, mm-hmm. I just feel like 2,020 years later, those rules are outdated and we just need, whether we need Jesus to come down and just, you know, give us new rules to live by or make it make mm-hmm. sense for the next 2,000 years, I just feel like we need we need Jesus to come. We just need something, man. Like it's these rules are outdated. The way the world's going, there's no room for sexism. There's no room for slavery. 
You can't yeah. tell me that girls can't wear mini skirts. It's it's ludicrous. So that mm-hmm. was just me saying, listen, I'm a Christian. I believe in God. But some of these rules are outdated and I'm allowed to believe that these rules are outdated. I'm allowed to believe you don't have to go to church to show how much you love God. And I'm allowed to believe like, listen, just live your life how you want to live it, but you're allowed to question things. And that doesn't make me any less of a Christian. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. But then in the same vein, I'm saying... I'm saying all this stuff from this viewpoint of like, I'm this new generation kind of conscious rapper, but my generation isn't that much better because we're so stuck on likes and dopamine and, you know, so like, who am I to speak? Mm -hmm. Well, this, this song, like everything else on this was, I was just like, whoa, like when I heard this, that's when I started getting more insight into the fact that, okay, no, this is not just a regular album. This is not just a guy who can rap and he's got some cheesy punchlines and he can flow and he's just about to spit for us. And we're going to be like, oh shit. Nah, he's (laughs) going to make you think he's going to bring about a conversation and he's going to say some things that you're going to ponder on for a long time after you've heard the song and probably make you repeat that and listen to it once again. Um, Another such um, example, my favorite song actually on the album is not real. Uh, (laughs) You just, yeah, you just said a whole lot of relatable stuff. I was just like, yo, I like, cause I have a lot of stuff written. I, I, I don't know if it's poetry, if it's songs, if it's, if it's rap, because I just write and then whatever it becomes, it becomes, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm going to read again some of your lyrics that you already know um, <laughs> for, for the people to hear. Been down in the dumps for like 32 months. And the truth is the verses don't bang like they used to. I hope I got that right. Ring, um, but yeah, pretty much. Oh, they don't ring. Okay, they don't ring like they used to. And... Um, you said, uh, been cracking my sound and losing my mind in the process. So, yeah, I also relate to this. I have not put out anything, really. And that's all because I'm just like, nah, this doesn't sound right. No, 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 this is not going if to, I, if I start going in like this, I'm going to have to pretty much stay like this. Or uh, do I really want people to know me as that guy? Like, uh, and, and, and then at the same time, I'm like, no, I can't say this. I can't say it. If I say it, it's out there and it's out there forever and it's said. And it's just also, no, but this doesn't sound nice. But then they're going to compare me to so-and-so. Just so many different thought processes that were hindering me from like just writing or actually putting out what I had written. So what, what, what does this line mean to you? Um, yeah. So it's crazy because from October, 2018 to September, 2019, I didn't write anything. Like, I was just, the music wasn't making sense to me. The process wasn't making sense to me. The artistry just wasn't hitting. And I don't even know what it was. I think um, simultaneously, I was just watching the people around me grow. And the fact that I hadn't put anything out was just eating me alive. Mm. Like, wow. Um, I'm not sure if you know Hannah. Yes. Yeah, that's like. I that's don't like, know her, know her. But yeah, I, well, I've seen the holes come up that she's having right now sure sure so um yeah like i went to school with her for about okay 
I went to school with her for about two years, but I've known her for 10 and she's literally like one of my closest friends. Mm-hmm. And I like, we started rapping together, you know what I mean? And oh, wow. she's, she's just like a, like, I wanted to be her so bad. She's just super confident. She's vibrant. She knows how to talk to people. She knows how to exude mm-hmm. herself. I'm this like dweeby, socially anxious kid who writes raps in his bedroom and only says them to his friends, you know? So mm-hmm. um, she, she blew up, you know, like, well, well, deservedly so. Mm-hmm. But um, I was watching her ascension and being like, look, like, she's chasing her dreams. Why can't I chase my dreams? And it was weird because it was almost like the further the people around me got, um, people like Sun, Hannah, like, mm-hmm. it almost felt like the worst I'd feel because I felt like I was wasting my potential. Mm-hmm. So when I said I've been down in the dumps for like 32 months and the truth is the verses don't ring like they used to, that was like three years of me just watching people grow and succeed and chase their passions and own themselves artistically. And I'm just sat in my room making up new reasons as to why I shouldn't put anything out, you know. And it was like in the same process, I was crafting my sound because in the early stages, I've been rapping for about eight years, but throughout every stage of my artistic process, I've always sounded like someone. So early on, I sounded like Eminem because I was a huge M fan. I eventually Mm -hmm. started sounding like J. Cole. I started sounding like Kendrick, started sounding like Earl. And it's like, this is all going on at the same time that my friends are blowing up. And it's like, dude, even if you wanted to come out, you don't even know what you sound like yet. So Mm. that's why I'm like... um, you know, losing my mind in the process. I'm finding a monster inside me. It's like finding the Loch Ness. It's like, I was really, really down, man. And um, I've overcome that now. But yeah, that's basically what those words mean. So, okay, before I ask you how you how you overcame this, um, I wanted to say I fully, really relate. Um, mm. I, it, I made my first song, as I mentioned, I was 18. And from there, it's like, okay, cool. You dropped a song. Why? Why did you only drop one? You were young. There was hype around that. You just build, you just build off the hype and you just continue going. But the mm. people who I saw were, were like around like that quote unquote new wave, as they call it here mm. um, at the time, they just kept on doing stuff and they just kept going. And I was, I'm just a people watcher. Like literally up until this year, I've just been a people watcher. Like, I, I can I, I can tell you everyone's journeys and where they started and the first songs that they had and how it's going now and watching yep. them meet certain people and yep. and instead of me just being like okay damn this is possible let me just also like get up and do it um it's it's kind of I felt like oh because they're doing it it won't be possible for me what are the chances that this is gonna happen again to someone Yo. else and like I can't really ask them like how did that happen because then it's gonna look like I'm trying to be a leech. Um, so I, all I can do is just watch them and just hope that one day, whatever (laughs) happened to them is going to happen to To me. me. Uh, I didn't really think that, wait, maybe I should actually make some music first before (laughs) I like want to blow up for music without having any music. And yeah, I was just very 
anxious, very shy. Even now I'm still like a bit like it, it feels like I just started making music. Now when I when I send I, I recently got my mic and my laptop. So I have the stuff to record. But now um I, I'm not yet familiar with mixing and mastering. So I do involve other people in the process. But even me sending it to them is just making me like it's just it it it, it makes me so anxious. Like I don't want them to hear me unprocessed. I don't like it's not grasping to me that literally this is everybody like no nothing on the radio was just like the person came and they sang and they did that and then it came out the way it came out there's some processes there's some re-recording there's a lot of that goes into it so much behind it yeah that i was just hoping to skip i don't know why like because because i guess when i started off there was somebody who was actually producing for me so i would just come in sing after i'm done singing leave and then few days later or a few weeks later they send it back and they're like this is it and I'm like oh wow okay great I didn't care about the process that happened after yeah. that I didn't even care about how it was recorded nothing I just wanted to just sing and then let and it then be leave. done and yeah so I guess the people <laughs> who were actually doing the stuff um we were, were getting deservedly deservedly um where they're at now but yeah, we know it's cool. We coming. We're coming. Uh, not, like, we're not competing with nobody, Yo, but we're, we're, we're putting nah, our yeah. names out there um, as well. Like, okay, we're here. We're among you. But you're not just our friends that are out here doing the things. We're, we're all doing the things yeah. out here. There's so, enough room yeah. on the table. So then I did also want to ask, how did you then overcome that barrier of okay no look i can't just keep watching people i i I'm, i can i can actually rap i should probably try at least and put something <laughs> out there yeah so i'm um, just full disclaimer like internally i fully believe i am one of if not the best rappers in the world and i've always okay. believed that nice mm-hmm. um it's the anxiety that's always been the problem so mm-hmm. it probably happened by chance to be honest i broke my leg this year in january I tore my ACL. Um, mm-hmm. Like I still still can't walk to this day. Well, I can't walk properly. I walk with crutches, but I broke my leg. So I'm a huge football guy. Like football is my life. And the right to play football was literally taken away from me. And a lot of the times where it was like, I can't record, I can't put out music. I just um, find solace in, in football or going to the gym. But now it's like, I can't do that. So it almost forced me to face my fear. So now... Because of the, it was like the perfect storm. The coronavirus came, you're stuck at home, you have no football, you have no gym, you have no school, you're just stuck at home wasting away. It's like, all right, mm-hmm. what are you going to do? And then I was like, okay, look, if ever a time to make music and put it out, it's now. This is literally, the stars have aligned, do you. But um, I still needed some some convincing because I had about like 300 pounds between me and poverty and the equipment was like 250. So mm-hmm. I talked to one of my boys, his name's Tapio. And I was mm-hmm. like, yo, dude, um, I'm, I've been thinking about buying some equipment so I can finally start this music thing. But I don't know like whether whether or not to save it for groceries. And he was like, dude, the groceries will sort themselves out. Like you're never going to die from being hungry. Just, just go buy the music. It's an investment. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Just go do mm-hmm. it. And he literally pushed me and he was like, dude, I'm tired of hearing this. Go do it now. You've been sending me voice notes for three years. Like, I can't listen to voice notes anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, shout out to Topiwa. He sounds like a really nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's a great guy. Great guy. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, end of May, I bought my equipment. And, um, yeah, it was it was really 
after I bought my equipment, I started hitting up some of my music friends like, yo, um, can you help me out? I just bought my equipment, but I literally don't know what a DAW is. Um, I've never held a microphone before in life. So like, how do I, but obviously, you know, they have their own schedules. They have their own projects to get through. So it was like, wait, 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 backtrack. You, so before you dropped us with this heat, you had never held a mic before. I'd never held a mic before. I've been on one song in history and that was with, with son who was Union 5. I thought like, yeah, you just had that out, but you were like saving everything else for the right moment nah. type vibes. I didn't <laughs> think, I didn't think that, okay, now nah, it was actually this deep that now nah, you actually didn't have anything recorded. And no. uh, yeah, that's pretty similar to me as well. Like people assume like all throughout these other years that I just had other stuff I didn't drop. Literally now, this year, when I got my mic, did I actually make my fourth song? <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, uh, it's a long way to go. And I'm, I'm glad I'm, I'm, I'm actually realizing as well now that, yeah, you know, coronavirus, um, what is your calling? Like you're doing that. Like, okay, well, I, I'm still in school, but at the mm-hmm. same time, there was a point where there was a lot of time. So I just started writing, but I didn't have a mic. And people kept saying, why don't you have a mic? And I was just like, no, I don't need a mic. I'll just find people. But then I realized (laughs) that the more people kept letting me down, like I would try to make time to record with them, but they're going to work on their own time. They're going to want their own, they want their own money. Then after you pay them, they they want their creds. Uh, Not not only their creds, but like they also want to own that music. Uh So I like like the process of just (laughs) be with people who know why they're in it of course you're gonna split the split whatever's coming with whoever helped you make it but it's not like hey yo here's uh, 10 racks or here's this amount of money let's do this I, eventually yeah. it could get there but in in this stage that i'm at in this very foundation stage i'm i'm just trying to find my sound and grow and i feel like if i had to pay someone and then not even be happy with my sound it would just be a waste like it yeah. would really just be a waste so yeah. That would be worse um, than doing nothing at all. Literally. So now that I've got my mic, I literally just be recording in my bedroom, have the freedom to say whatever I want. Because also when I used to go to studio, um, I would sort of get intimidated. The studio <laughs> would just be filled with a bunch of guys. So now I'm like, okay, nah, nah, they, they don't want no soft stuff. Like, let me just pull up and just like, and then I would also like try to embody something else also just because I'm there and I don't, I didn't want to, like, I wouldn't be out here like talking about how much sometimes I just want to die. And I, I'm yeah, like, like you, yeah, you in yeah. a room with four guys, and some of them are sipping henny one of them brought their girlfriend and they all and you can't just be like uh, yeah, could you guys you be, yeah. could you guys uh, like, yo. just like leave so i can uh, be a bit emo on this shit yeah. nah <laughs> i totally <laughs> really get can't. so yeah no here's to us um finding <laughs> that 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 confidence to actually do stuff and now hearing this from you that okay no you you actually hadn't been making music before but now you you took the opportunity and started i'm even more motivated for like whatever else i'm putting out like it has to like yeah no i'm going all in (laughs) going all in there's no there's no more time to be to be sleeping on myself Um, yes ma'am like we're fully waiting you know i've been playing the same four tracks for about a month now and (laughs) i need an album i need a project i whatever freestyle just (laughs) listen Churn yeah, out no, equipment. don't worry. It'll, 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 it'll happen, and it'll happen soon. Um, 
And then, okay, let's let's go back to not real. Um, and mm-hmm. then that we'll just finish off with with this with this song and maybe just talk a bit about Deuce. Um, so then you said they'll they'll do away with you, nigga. Don't think you're different because of the hype. Don't get distracted by actions and cameras and lights. They'll start to play with you, nigga. You'll end up another statistic from taking your life. <laughs> hectic, hectic, hectic. When I heard it, I was like, yo, is this guy like, what? what? God, did you send this album to me directly? Like, did you send the person who sent me this person? Like, this is, everything is so perfect. Like, everything is just feeling like there's meaning, you know, to, to the connections that I've been making. So, yeah, tell us, tell us what inspired you to just remind us that, hey, don't, 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 don't think you're different. Yeah, so that that is basically a message to me to say, listen, well, to me and anyone who's in my position to say, listen, mm-hmm. if this music stuff works out, if people relate to the lyrics, if, if I blow, um, I've seen so many people just, you know, they're up and then the, 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 the fall is so precipitous, like they, you know, they just lose themselves in be it the fame or the acclaim or the hype or they get a little traction, a few more fans, a few more followers, and then they just switch up. Like, it's not the same person. The music isn't the same. And I was just trying to tell myself, listen, this music, like, they don't know you personally. They know the music. And at any point in this trend society that we live in, they can throw you away. We've seen it before. We've seen so many musicians just come and go, you know, Mm -hmm. like fast food. And as much as we may want to believe that we're more than that, I could be that any day tomorrow they could be like yo Raycast is whack i'm done with him i'm not really trying to listen to him so I, i'm just trying to say to myself look don't get lost in the hype they will do away with you like stay true to yourself don't change don't start to feel yourself if the if the you know if i start getting interviews if i start getting more cameras on me more videos people start to notice me more people start to ask for my autograph don't let that consume you. Just be appreciative, but you know, don't get too cocky because they will do away with you at any time. We've seen it before. And sometimes it's so great that um, artists don't really know how to cope. They end up taking their own lives. You start seeing, oh, but he was promising. She was promising. What happened? Why would she commit mm-hmm. suicide? And it's like, listen, you don't know the battles that people go through. Sometimes this stuff is, is too much for them to bear. So it's really just me saying like, listen, bro, at any time, this stuff could become too much to bear. You could let it get to your head. You could be gone tomorrow. Don't. Don't get distracted. Like, they will do away with you. And tomorrow you're out of sight. And, yeah, that's that's basically where I'm coming from with that. That that that, that is deep. And that is that is very true. We, we have seen a lot of people go and you think, wow, but they, everything looked great. Like yesterday I was actually on YouTube and I was watching this compilation. Compilation. English, uh, <laughs> of uh, <laughs> celebrities talking about um, how they're still unhappy or how they've been unhappy. So I think the question uh-huh. was, does the fame and money bring you happiness? So it was just all these people. There was Cameron Diaz. There was uh, 
Okay, I can't remember everybody. I didn't remember Cameron Diaz. Um, and they they were all just saying that nah, it's 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 you can have oh Jay-Z was also on it. Mm. Um yeah, and he he was basically saying, Yeah, you can have all these things and, and go to do these nice things and you have the money to actually do stuff that can bring you enjoyment. Yeah. Enjoyment is is quite different from from being happy. Like being happy is also just about you on the inside. Like mm-hmm. do you do you feel like you're enough? Um, do you feel like the people around you, do you feel loved? Do you feel like yeah. you're giving love? It's just, it's all these basic yeah. needs that 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 you that you you have at the end of the day, whether you have money or you don't have money. Uh-huh. You just have those 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 sort of needs. Yep. So do yeah, you look no, in the mirror and you, like what you see, it's like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's really just about you and yourself and because things can come and things can go but if you know in yourself that no i'm good like this like if if it should happen that 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 this doesn't work out for me i know that i came i did my best i'm still happy with what i achieved and i'm still happy with myself like their definition of me and them saying i'm trash is not going to make me now look and say whoa my god i'm actually trash Mm -hmm. you know you just but it's, it's it's also a hard journey to to build yourself up to get to that point. So if you blow up when you're still at that weak point, it's just like a, it'll it'll be a downward spiral. Exactly. So exactly. You just have to you just have to work on that every day. And I'm also still trying to work on that because right now, hey, it's 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 looking it's not looking good. It's looking like if I had to blow up tomorrow, your girl <laughs> would not cope. Like your girl would not cope. But yeah, as I said, it's it's a. <laughs> we work towards it. Yo. You'll be yeah, fine. Trust me. Mm-hmm. You'll be fine. It's a process that I'm work- working towards, and I really think that my healing will come from this music thing because it's like I end up feeling really bad, unhappy about myself, and then I try to find someone to talk to, and then I write these poems. Because before I started writing music and 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 rap, it was it started off as poems. So all my poems just have all these uh, deep things, but then I never made the correlation like maybe you could actually sing about the stuff in your poems like why do i have a, a, in my notes i have a folder that says poems then i have a folder that says songs and when you open the songs folder it's just like all this generic stuff then when you open the poems it's like oh wow i, I would read this i would be that's actually where the name the last letter came from 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 my poems that's how i would sign off at the end of of, of each of my poems that i wrote um so this year i'm like you know what girl just bring the actual lost letter don't try to build someone around this just the the person who you really were what you were really writing what you're really thinking just bring that out and that will essentially be my therapy yeah that that, that'll be my therapy that's so freaking deep man my gosh i have a folder in my phone that says rap slash poems and it started as poems and I was like, I could really just wrap this stuff. And it ended up as some of the stuff. That's that's crazy. This yeah, wow. Yeah, no, I could Sorry. I could definitely <laughs> tell listening. No, 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 you didn't interrupt. I could definitely tell listening. I was like, nah, this guy writes, writes. Like he writes, writes. <laughs> um and I actually wanted to ask you, like, what is your process? Wait, wait, like, do you just write everything first, then the beat, or the beat, then you spit off the top and write during the time you hear? Like what what's the process between um that it that you what process do you follow when you make a song? Sure, sure. Um, it's very schizophrenic. Like, I don't actually have a set form. Um, I don't produce. So, like, a lot of the times I just have to work around what I have. Sometimes if I have a full 
set rap, but I don't have a beat behind it, and I get a beat from someone, and it just fits perfectly, I'll just do that. I'll just slip the rap into the beat. But most of the time, I'd say like 70% of the time, someone sends me a beat. And the first thing I do when I hear the beat is I think of the flow. I think of what sounds good because I think a lot of uh, the problem, I'm a lyricist, so I think a lot of the problems that lyricists have is that a lot of the times like like their words sound good and it sounds dope and it's like, wow, multi-syllables and similes and metaphors and it's like, but it doesn't sound good. So the first thing I do is as soon as I get a beat, I'm like, what flow just came to my mind? What what would I like if this was Travis or if this was Kendrick? Like, what would I like him to to be rapping like? Like before I put down any words, I'm like, even if it's as simple as a hum or, you know, anything like that, that's the first thing I do. I go to my phone, go to my notes and I put that down. And then I'm like, okay, so these are kind of the flows that I can work with, whether I delete them or add. These are the flows that kind of sound good. Now let's put some words in. What mood does this beat put me in? Is it a trap beat? Do I feel like just spazzing on these niggas and just showing them like, yo, like, it's Ray Kaz? Is it, is, or do I just like, feel like pouring my heart out? And then when I figure that out, I just start writing. And the first thing I do is whatever first line comes into my mind, I put it down because I find that a lot of artists have a problem with that first line, like how to start a verse or how to start a song. So I'm like, don't even think about it. Just put it down. And then it'll sort itself out later. And yeah, so I have a spare rhymes folder in my phone. It's got like well over 2,000 rhymes that I've written over the past five years. Sometimes I'll just go through that, see if some of the rhymes that I wrote whilst I was cooking or whatever, like they fit into this song. If they do, I'll put them in. If they, if they don't, I'll just leave them out. And then, yeah, I'll just go by that. And then when I finish the verse... I look at it and I say, okay, how can I make this better? Whether it be like this line could have some alliteration to make it sound better. Like, so if there's a bunch of S's that would make it sound, or I could put some more internal rhymes here so that I'm rhyming two things at once instead of one thing. Or the end of this line could have three syllables rhyming at the same time instead of one so that it just sounds better on the ears. Or I could put a harmony here in the background. Or I could, yeah, it's just a lot of stuff. So... <laughs> honestly That's, for this ep i took over a thousand takes wow that no and no you can tell because i was listening and you just you you were just switching up flows switching up patterns and i was like wait 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 how because when i write first of all the flow is the last thing that comes to my mind <laughs> and it's so important so like i write and i'm like okay this is exactly what i want to say then i just start saying it then i'm like no nah, no nah, wait maybe i should say it like this <laughs> but also it sounds better like this but mm. like this is cool too um and then i just keep playing with that until i just like you know what screw it i'm just gonna do this one and then i just go with that then i i, I record the whole thing man i even mm-hmm. put the backings then i listen i'm like nah what this is this is terrible <laughs> <What? laughs> I, <laughs> this is so bad I'm why is it you. so monotonous why is it so and because now like i don't really it, if you sing sing like um i don't know if you know alina alina Perez, alina Perez. Or um Alina, is she from Sabri- Sabrina nah. Oh. Sabrina Claudio. Oh, or, that's my girl. Or those kind of um singers who flow girl. is not like so important because they just like they're gliding. They're you know, they're gliding mm. over the, the beat and they they they, mm. they 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 take long 
long words like what like the whole line can just you you'll read their verse and they've literally said like two three <laughs> sentences yeah but it, it filled up the whole song just because they're so slow and just yeah. it's all about their vocal acrobatics but with me because I write like I write a lot and I like and I, and I write it as poetry and raps and then I start singing them. So that's my process. It's like written and then it's a rap. Then I'm like, you know what? Now I'm not confident enough to rap. Let me sing it rather. Mm. So now it's just like a whole bunch of words that are stacked into this singing. So it sounds like I'm singing, but I'm also rushing through the singing process. So I, I, I'm just I've just been trying to find a balance between singing and rapping. But mm-hmm. like. I don't know who I can use as an example because there are artists that that do similar stuff like Black. Yeah, Black. Yes, he perfect. kind of has that thing perfect. where it's like, yeah, he's rapping, but he's he's melodically rapping. Yeah. So so that's my kind of style. So I'm just trying to find flows that 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 go well with that kind of a hybrid. So they're not too singy, but they're not too rappy at yeah. the same time. And yeah, hopefully with practice, I think it's all just about practice because honestly I haven't like recorded enough for me to say, ah, oh, this is hard. I haven't, like, I literally be recording like two songs and I'm like, yo, nah. But if I think about <laughs> it, what are, two, what are two songs in the grand scheme of an artist, you know? Yeah, um, I get so, that. I totally get that. I was also thinking sorry. about that because I've heard a lot of your songs and I'm like, yo, I can't, I can't really, I mean, she can sing obviously, but I can't really call her a singer because there's a lot of. I don't know, it's a lot of flow hopping. Like sometimes you'll just seamlessly go from sing to rap and you're like, wait, she's rapping? Like how did that happen? And then you just go back to singing and it's it's so cool how you do that. But yeah, so like I don't even I don't even know I don't know how to describe you. Like I don't know if you want a tag put on you or if you just want to be an artist, but I I can never just call you a flat out singer because I just feel like you do so much. There's a lot of poetry, rap, singing in your music. I don't know, it's fun to listen to. I yeah I I I noticed that too, but I also noticed that within this industry, the more I started trying to learn about like industry marketing and how to get your music out there, etc. Like I've been, I've actually spent a lot of this um, the cup past couple of months more than actually making music but learning music business and understanding all those kind of things mm. uh and the thing that kept coming across is you you gotta name the artist that you associate yourself with like who this like if they listen to this then they'll listen to you and i really hate the fact that that might have to be done because i mean no one listens to one artist everybody yeah. can say oh yeah you like so and so so i'm sure you'll you'll probably like so and so and then the, the, it's very likely that they might end up liking that person just because of the similarities but to to compare myself was hard maybe once I start making more music it might be a bit more apparent but in Mm -hmm. this stage I wouldn't want to use my older songs as anything to go by Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. you know we're we're figuring we're figuring it out yeah you'll grow within yourself it's but I mean if you're growing from your starting point currently like that's a hell of a road to go through man you already sound polished at this point so (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. And you too. Like, wow. Now, listen, guys, listen, just go listen to the (laughs) album because I honestly, (laughs) me reading out these lyrics in my bland voice here, no beat, no nothing. Uh, (laughs) Thank you. No excitement. Um, You just have to hear the way he delivers it. 
the way it flows and also just beg him to put the lyrics there as well so you can like follow on as well. <laughs> you will miss some gems because sometimes this guy is just like speeding through. So you might you might miss some gems or be like me and 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 spend like half an hour listening to one song. Uh, in order to write the lyrics this is what i used to do when i was younger um the, because obviously no phone no internet i would yeah. just play a song go back take my notepad write 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 rewind write write rewind uh-huh. that's literally how Same. i learned like so many songs just write write them down and just practice practice I did that with pink friday my friend borrowed me her cd um mm. when i was was i 11 12 i don't know what how like how old i was when pink friday came out but yeah she borrowed me her cd i remember playing it i got my pen out wrote everything down i even came to school the next day i'm like guys today we are singing i wrote it <laughs> we're singing guys i wrote it. <laughs> hey, that's funny <laughs> nah, i was there a lot of the times the stuff i wrote down was gibberish like when i grew older and i started actually looking up the lyrics i was like yo what the hell was i singing but yo it worked at the time so you know yeah if it blends in well with what's happening you just like ah you know, it's <laughs> yeah like um similar. you know that missy song that um flip it and reverse it yeah I only recently found out that that funny is like flip it and reverse it reversed. I don't know what I've been singing for 20 years. I I was like, what? But um, yeah. That is is funny. But yeah. So yeah, put the lyrics out. So we're not one of those people when we're listening to your music. I want to be able to to confidently lip sync and and, and watch you perform. And (laughs) you're not going to look out in the audience and be like, girl. <laughs> nah. I saw your lips move. That is not what I said <laughs> at all. I got y'all. Um, it's on Genius for those listening. The lyrics are currently oh, on Genius, but I will great. put them on Apple Music and stuff. Wow. I wish I, it's actually me. It's on me for not asking, for not searching. <laughs> it's really on me. <laughs> it's really on me. <laughs> yeah, I'll put but them yeah, on Genius okay, before you, the drop. I should have told you. Uh, yeah maybe maybe you should make a make a young announcement as well put it on your status as well like yo guys if you want to read them they're out there yeah yeah i should do that um, that's poor for me <laughs> it's okay i see you're you now nah, you're, you're getting there it's cool like the, this there's actually so much that i like i want to be able to to collaborate on you ugh, collaborate on you collaborate <laughs> with you on like and yeah. also Brandon, who you spoke to, he does a lot. Like he does right. animations and he's crazy. Uh, yeah, he he does quite a lot of the visual stuff. So, so as well. So now that you guys have already spoken, I, he's definitely not going to be a stranger, and he's definitely not going to be unwilling to help someone else out to to just make sure that with this album we have everything. We have a bit of visuals, we have a bit of lyrics, we have some oh, like, visualizers, yeah. whatever. Just just go all out with it. This is this is your baby. It's my baby. Raise it, raise it well and cinder it's my baby. Him, them out to the world. Nah, so dressed. much to do. That's facts. So much, yeah. so much to get done. Yeah, no. Videos, so, yeah, no, you, visualizers. You, yo. hmm You you tell me as well what you what you need help with and and I got you. I really got you. Um so lastly, before I end this off, because uh, we're approaching one hour mark, and uh, th- I think that's a good time, yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah, for, yeah, for people to actually want to listen fully. That's right. Um, so, um, okay, let's just talk about Deuce a bit. 
and like how you know Sun and how you actually approached or how it came about that you guys were on a song together. <laughs> like what's your process when you want to involve another artist? Because that's the only feature there. So also it's like, okay, okay, why why him specifically and only him? And how did that happen? Um, yeah, so basically it's a little petty, but I, I wanted to be the only voice on this album because mm-hmm. Um, coming up when I was trying to learn how to do stuff, how to mix monster in them, because I, I, I did that all by myself. Um, mm-hmm. Because of the lack of help and stuff, I was kind of like, you know what? If if this does well, I don't want anybody getting the credit. I'm going to get all the, except for the producers, of course. I'm going to get all the credit. <laughs> so, yeah. But then um, I was listening to it and I was just like, yo, this kind of needs just different voices. Not to say, like, you could be like the best musician in the world, but sometimes you just need like a different voice just to bring something else to a project. Mm-hmm. So first thing I did was I got my girlfriend on Nabila. So she's the one singing mm-hmm. in the background. Aha, aha, okay. Yeah. I was like, hmm, yeah. this is, that's, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. She didn't want to do it. I forced her. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of people's favorite songs, so she can shut up. Um, <laughs> and then the second one was, I was like, yo, this album is perfect, but I need one more. Like I need something that, that bangs. I need something that people can sing at concerts and everyone can go crazy to. Because the thing with things like Desire and Code is mm-hmm. there's no hook and Blexilence. Um, There's a hook, but it's not repeated. So I'm like, you can't really go crazy to this at a concert fully. I need mm-hmm. something where people can just, you know, if they don't know the words, they could just repeat the hook. And I was like, I, mm-hmm. the one guy I know who's incredibly, amazingly talented and who's very good at getting people on their feet his son so i'm like yo what's up bro um i need a beat that's all i need just get me like your littest beat it could be a throwaway i just need a beat and he was like all right cool here this is one i'm not going to use right so he sent it and i was like all right cool but then i was like yo i need a different voice who better than son right he's like one of the best so i'm like yo Mm -hmm. do you want to feature on this then he was like yeah um i was actually gonna throw this song away so he sent me his verse and I'm like, why on earth, the verse you hear in the song, he was going to throw that away. And I'm like, yo, are you, are you, are you retarded? Like, do you hear what you're saying? Like, this, this, this is crazy. What do you mean you're going to throw it away? And he was just like, yeah, like, I'm not really feeling it like that. And I'm like, yo, this is the artist curse. Like, people would have been starved of this, like, if I had never hit him up. So I'm like, dude, if you don't want this, give it to me. I'll work with it. You just be there and do you. So he sends me the beat. He sends me his verse. I'm like, all right, cool. I can work with this. I had the hook in my head for about two months. Um, I was like, I want to make an anthem that people can jump to and stuff. He sends me his verse. I put it in. I mirror my verse off to his, and then I add my second verse. And yeah, that's pretty much how that came about. And then, yeah, he was like, yo, this is fire. Put it through. I was like, cool. And then I was like, yo, can you send me the hook so we can go back to back on the yeah, third hook because I think that'd be crazy really yeah 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 and he was like all right cool so he sent it through then I chopped it up and I think that shit sounds ridiculous like no it does yeah. like I liked it it's just high energy back and forth you're just like oh yes 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 yeah um yeah exactly. I, I dig that I, and we're I like dig that completely different artists we're similar artists but like our delivery our, vo- our vocal tones and stuff so mm-hmm. 
I'm like super gotta throw a deuce on it, and he's just like six three gotta throw, it. and it's just like I think uh-huh. the contrast just makes it so much better. I, I started making a young TikTok dance for that song, so like, maybe <laughs> I might start a I might start a thing because like it's it, it, the the dance is pretty simple. I'll I'll I'll, I'll record that. I'll see. Yeah, it. yeah, run me that. And then maybe, I need that. Maybe maybe yeah maybe there might be a whole movement, but yeah no yeah. thank you. Um, this was great. This whole conversation was great. I once again want to say I love the whole project and I love how much of your heart you put into it and how honest it was because it's very, yeah, it's it's not happening a lot these days. You know, you're just listening and there's that one song, like every, you know, the thing is like the the intro kind of deep and then party, party, fun. I can do this. I can do this. I can sing. This is my talent. And then another kind of deep song. But this is like, there's a, there's a continued theme. Like each song, even if it's like a, a fun song, there's something in there that you, you bring us back to react. Like, okay, yeah, we're having fun, but on the, on the real note, like, yeah. you know, this is life. It's real life. life. still going yeah. on in the background. Yeah. So that, that's that. I really, really enjoyed that. And I'm sure anybody who listens will agree and uh, I just want to end it off with another quote by you where you said, um, niggas be faking depression. Don't even know how to be broken. I used it to my advantage. The beast inside of me awoken. So, yeah, that, that was on Spider-Man. <laughs> and I, yeah, no, that for me, it pretty much sums up like what I want to also do with my music. Like, like when I heard that, I was like, girl, you got to wake up. You Like, girl. You, you can't just be depressed and then die. Mm-hmm. Like, at least say, I was depressed. I made some music. I helped some people. Mm-hmm. They related. I helped myself. And I'm out here and I'm surviving on, on some on some Kid Cudi um, type, type, yeah. Yeah, yeah. type stuff. I used it so, to my advantage. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So, now, shout out to you. Shout Thank out to you. you, Ray. Thank you for coming. Thank you for and, having me. And, uh, yeah, is there anything you just want to say, like, to close off this uh, this wonderful conversation we had? Uh, yeah, this was mad therapeutic for me. I love talking talking about music with, like, musicians, not just, like, singers or rappers, like, actual artists. Go stream Last Letter. She's crazy. Like, <laughs> she's she's not been hyping herself enough but like yo some of the stuff she has out there she only has four songs out but like they're four of the best songs you'll ever hear go stream that shit um go stream anxious confidence uh more ray cast last letter collaborations in the future and yeah no thanks for having me man it's just been super dope just talking about music and life and health and depression stuff like that <laughs> yeah i i enjoyed this too i like that i like the choice of words therapy yeah that's 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 the aim of this podcast whoever comes in whoever listens just stop what you're doing for an hour or so and let's just get into our feelings mm-hmm. and have a little bit of therapy about um yeah therapy about life and and music you're gonna help so, so many th- people I I really do hope so. Thank you so, so much once again, guys. This was Ray Kaz. Please go out and stream Anxious Confidence. And once you've streamed it, stream it again and share it with a friend. Thank you guys for joining and thank you for your time and listening. Um, For now, we're we're calling this The Pink Room. Uh, So thank you for joining us here in The Pink Room where we had this uh, little chat. Uh, You'll see my room. It'll it'll make sense eventually. So yeah, anyways, guys, stay safe, uh, stay good, stay pink, and uh, goodbye.